1: Download the Viator app now and use code VIATOR10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.
2: Thechairshot.com
1: Thechairshot.com always
2: Always
1: use your head.
0: You are now listening to Chairshot Radio. Always
1: use your
0: head.
2: Hello and welcome to the Tuesday morning edition of Chair Shot Radio. My name is Greg DeMarco, your Tuesday morning host for the show. Of course, Chair Shot Radio, your daily drop of sports entertainment and sports entertainment a whole lot more i've been veering off the tracks big time on that stuff and so you'll see a lot of a lot of fun things coming out with chair shot radio for me from everybody else of course we had some sports over the weekend uh we had uh, got a lot of sports over the weekend actually and so i'm gonna bring it back to wrestling but not really wrestling today you'll see that here in a moment of course uh chair shot radio part of the chair shot radio network which you can stream over at google play iheart um iTunes, Spotify, all those. like subscribe, leave us a five star review, share the show with your friends. Chairshot radio continues to grow and prosper and we appreciate all of you for being a part of that. of course. That means it's part of the chairshot.com. And you can follow along at chairshot media. visit the chairshot.com for wrestling reviews, opinions, analysis, and so much more. It truly is sports, entertainment, and sports entertainment. My name, of course, is Greg DeMarco. You can follow me at Chair Shot Greg on Facebook, on the Twitter, and on Instagram. Different things get posted different places, so I do encourage you to follow all three if you don't already. Uh, just like these topics, these shows have very different topics. So I've talked about life, I've talked about the movie Ocean's Eleven, I've talked about wrestling, I have talked about sound bites, and, and so much more. And today, I'm going to mix a little bit of CrossFit with a little bit of wrestling for for what today's topic is. And So I'm going to jump right in, and then we'll take the commercial break later on as we go. So I want to begin today's show by talking to you about a wrestler that you either love or you hate, and and you saw his name in the description. That is one Randy Orton, Randall Keith Orton. Some people call him Randall. Earlier in his career, he was young Randall to so many, Um, but, but Randy Orton is the wrestler we're going to talk about, and I titled this episode, The Randy Orton Pace and p-a-c-e and that's something I want to talk to you about today uh, with pacing in general and it's going to springboard into a little bit of fitness a little bit of life and, and some other things so but I want to lay the groundwork with old Randy Orton now the Randy Orton pace is actually twofold it's a match a singular wrestling match and it's also his career so let me start off with a single wrestling match The one thing that that if you've ever trained, if you've ever been around the business, and I say if you've ever trained, I haven't, but I've been backstage, you guys know I promote shows, I book them, I write them, I do everything. So uh, I'm I'm knowledgeable everything except for being in a ring, except for some, some limited stuff that I did, you know, 10, 12 years ago. So anyway, one of the things that you learn along the way, and that you see a lot of young wrestlers have to learn and develop, and you hear the advice that they're given by the veterans is to slow TF down, all right? Slow the hell down. When you're going too fast, slow down. And when you think you're going slow enough, slow down some more. You gotta let things bake. You gotta let things marinate. I remember discussing a four-way match that I'd booked that I'd put together and, and I was going over the finish and and the, the finish was the lariat it was an axe bomber lariat uh, which is Japan version and the wrestler wanted to hit the lariat and immediately cover get the one two three, and and, and I knew that the axe bomber was going to get a big reaction because of the way he throws it and so I was like no hit it and, and let it marinate for a second. Let it soak in, then grab the cover. Don't wait so long. You used to hate that, right? Triple H would hit a pedigree, and then he would, like, go make a sandwich, and then he would cover the wrestler and get the three count. No, hit the axe bomber, let it set, let it marinate, and then grab the cover. I'm, I'm talking just a few seconds, just long enough for the crowd to catch their breath, realize what happened, and then count along with the one, two, three. So again, pacing yourself out, right? There are times to go fast, but there's also times to go slow. And I guarantee you, more often than not, you should go slow. Like I said, I've never wrestled, but there are people in the business listening to this right now who are shaking their heads. And I don't even know. And that's probably what they're saying. You don't even know. There's even so much more because they see it all the time. And I see them backstage during a match. They're like, oh, my God, slow down. You know, you have a finite number of bumps you can take in your life. Slow down, take less of them. <clears throat> let the big moments really be big moments. Let the big spots truly be big spots, and take it from there. So, I say that because if you watch a Randy Orton match, he is known for being slow and methodical, and, and a lot of it has become sort of his gimmick, right? It, it's he's he's the apex predator. He's stalking his prey. He's out there, and and he's he's pushing his opponents to the limit and he's slowly doing it, right? And if his opponent mounts a comeback, he cuts it off and he goes right back to control on that pace, right? The Randy Orton chin lock, the Randy Orton headlock. Randy Orton is a master at slowing shit down. And I love it. I love when he does it because he should do it, right? If it was a real wrestling match, if it was a real battle of attrition, if this was an actual fight taking place, Randy Orton would be one of the best. We all know that if wrestling were real, Brock Lesnar would never lose, but Randy Orton would be one of those top guys if wrestling were real because he understands how to slow things down. So the pace of a Randy Orton match is slow, it's methodical, it builds. He gets the most out of everything. And some of his opponents, guys who go crazy, like Jeff Hardy, okay? And, And if you look at a Jeff Hardy match, and you look at a Jeff Hardy match with Randy Orton, everything Jeff Hardy does means more against Randy Orton and it's not because the opponent is Randy Orton it's because of the way that Randy Orton wrestles and if you're wrestling Randy Orton you're wrestling Randy Orton's match Randy Orton ain't stopping for you he's not stopping for anybody else if you're wrestling Randy Orton you are wrestling Randy Orton's match now the Randy Orton pace also applies to the man's career and I thought about this as I was putting this show together believe it or not sometimes we prepare and today I actually did a little bit of preparation Randy Orton made his WWE debut in 2002. All right? He made his pro debut in 2001. Uh, he made his WWE debut in 2002. That's 19 years ago this coming April. At least for his televised
1: debut.
2: That's 19 years. And, and it's the kind of thing where you didn't realize Randy Orton had been around for so long. Until he'd been around for so damn long. I remember going to WrestleMania 26, which was in 2010. At that point, Randy Orton had been in the business on WWE roster for eight years. Since he made that debut in April of 2002, shortly after that WrestleMania. And watching WrestleMania 26, of course, Randy Orton there wrestled Ted DiBiase Jr. And Cody Rhodes, all three members of Legacy, in a triple threat match. Orton won. And then the next day on Raw, he came out and he effectively turned face. Legacy had been heels. Orton came out Was you know Your typical main event You know Raw tag team match All big stars Orton was on the face side And he got the baby reaction When his music hit as well And you just realize This guy had been in the business For 11 years Or for 8 years He had already main evented At WrestleMania With Triple H He already had An Undertaker match At WrestleMania He had already done so much He had an epic feud With Mick Foley He had the feud With Triple H He, he, he was part of Evolution That broke up He had just done so much that was WrestleMania 26. We're now going on WrestleMania 37. And Randy Orton has just been plugging away, plugging away to become a multi-upon multi-time world champion. He is, is always there when they need him. He gets a private jet now. He's probably pulling, I believe he's pulling in $2 million a year, which after the news that we heard today with the NBC contract, maybe that's too low. But Orton is just one of the biggest stars in the history of professional wrestling. And he did that by pacing himself. He never rushed when he go, he got hurt. He left. Sometimes he would come back. There was usually that summer of Orton where Randy Orton would take off and then make that surprise return. And Randy Orton in twenty twenty one and twenty twenty doing some of the best work of his life in his career. And that's saying a lot, all right. The guy's been a Hall of Famer for years, and now he's doing this amazing work. And and you know the stuff he's doing now with the Fiend, it's a feud with Bray Wyatt. Orton's done that before. And The Fiend's not even there. And Orton's still pulling off great thing after great thing. That's the Randy Orton pace. His promos are slow. His matches are slow. And his career has been slow. And next thing you know, his career's 20 years old. And he's one of the most decorated and most respected wrestlers in the business. And he's matured as a person. He's matured as a wrestler. He's matured as a performer. All of that in one shot. And that's all a tribute to the man that is Randy Orton. So that's why I have now coined the phrase, the Randy Orton pace.
0: Promotional consideration paid for by the following.
1: Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hey
2: folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. So part two of the Randy Orton Pace, I want to talk to you about pacing in general and the world of CrossFit. Now, if you've listened to, to this show, any of my other shows, you know I've been going to CrossFit. I'm actually coming up on eight months of CrossFit. I started late May of, of 2020 um, and pretty much right around right now. So this January should be me celebrating eight months of CrossFit. I, I remember when I crossed 100 workouts. I need to go back and see if I've crossed 200 workouts yet. It's very possible that I have now, but I go five days a week, barring anything crazy that goes on. I go five days a week, and CrossFit is usually comprised of multiple exercises, right? If you go in there, there's a big sign up on the, on, there's tons of signs all over the place, but one that says, "Routine is the enemy." I've probably bench pressed twice, and I've been going to CrossFit for eight months now. People who weight lift hear that or are shocked, like they do it at least once a week, if not more, and and but I've done squatting way more, right? I've done, you know, Olympic lifts, power clean, jerk. Um, you know snatch just you name it we we do the we do the Olympic lifts almost once a week if not more right now we're, we're in the midst of maxing out on what's called a strict press which is a standing uh standing press that we do and uh and, and we're in the process of doing that so it just cycles around and, and you're never doing the same thing twice. But a typical CrossFit day and, and this isn't every day but, but a typical CrossFit day we're gonna go there and we're gonna do a warm-up then we're gonna do our weightlifting which you know you know could let's just say it was squats just for anybody who doesn't do crossfit you're probably familiar with with back squats and and weighted squats uh and then we do what's called a metcon and metcon is short for metabolic conditioning which is your workout it's your cardio but in this sense it usually involves some some form of resistance as well i usually term it the workout right if i were to break up crossfit i would go warm up weightlifting workout in that order now Wednesdays is usually one long workout it's endurance day it's over a half hour we actually did one of those this past Friday as well to kind of change things up a little bit but that's your typical CrossFit sessions warm-up weightlifting workout at least where I go CrossFit Fury in in Goodyear Arizona and this past week on uh, we had a workout a couple times and, and we had one on Tuesday and the workout was very challenging it had a number of uh, 21, I believe, or 22 calories on the air bike, which is a lot. Followed by 50 walking lunges, which sucks. Followed by a 50-pound push press, which is quite heavy. Uh, push press, which is just pressing the weight overhead and doing it a certain number of times. So I believe it was 16 push presses to go along with the 50 walking lunges and the 21 calories on the air bike. And we did that. I believe it was four rounds. Okay, and. And I took the 4.30 class, which is pretty packed and has a lot of really, really, really good people and people that are really in shape. It's the most popular class to take. And I probably finished second amongst everyone. As a guy who's only been going there for eight months who did not show up. It's not like I went to this gym and I've been working out for years, right? This is part of my weight. This is part of my transition, my transformation that we've talked about. And and so I shouldn't be coming in second in this class in any Metcon, in any workout, And one of the coaches came over to me. He's only there on Tuesdays. And he's like, man, you know what I noticed about what you just did? It's like you paced yourself better than anybody here. It is very common during the first round of a four-round workout to just go balls to the wall. You want to get it knocked out as much as possible because you're thinking about your time. You want to try to knock everything out and, and, and get yourself a good time in. And I've done that before too. There's a thing with me where that second workout of a workout in CrossFit, whether it's four rounds, five rounds, six rounds, whatever round two, I turn to shit. It's like, I do great first round. Then round two, I turn to shit. Then round three, I recover. Then round four or five and whatever. I do pretty good. But this week I paced myself. I paced myself on the bike. I wasn't the first one to get off. I paced myself on the lunges. And next thing you know, I'm jumping on for round four and people are just barely finishing, you know, the the bike part of round three. So now I'm two steps ahead of them for for the most part and some of them didn't finish some of them got clocked out i don't remember what the maximum time was i want to say it was 15 minutes i don't I have to go back and look at my records and see what i did but the point there is that i paced myself and by pacing myself i was able to to finish this workout in a really good time fast forward to friday we did a workout that was done in the crossfit open in 2017 it's called 17.1 all right the first number is the year the second one is is the workout and and it was basically i'll give it to you now you may not know what it is but you can always google these these exercises most of you know what burpees are burpees were involved but it was 10 dumbbell snatches so taking one dumbbell snatching it overhead 40 50 pound dumbbell and it was 10 so it was five per side you could alternate you go two 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 um i did sets of five so i did five on one side five on five with my left hand five with my right i started with the right hand five with the right hand five with the left hand that was followed by 15 box jump burpees. What that is, is you do the burpee, all right? And most of you know what the burpee, when you stand to your feet, you jump. Well, this time you stood to your feet and you hopped up on a box, whether you jumped or whether you stepped, and then you went over to the other side of that box, did another burpee and then came back over. So again, 10 of the dumbbell snatches followed by the 15 box jump burpees. Then 20 dumbbell snatches and 15 box jump burpees. Then 30 dumbbell snatches and 15 box jump burpees, 40, dumbbell snatches and 15 box jump burpees and then finally 50 dumbbell snatches and 15 box jump burpees and when i saw that i figured i wasn't gonna finish i just assumed based on that workout a lot of these crossfit open workouts we won't finish because we're not mega athletes in the open and then my coach said when he did it in 2017 it took him about 17 minutes And he said he thinks he could do it quicker now because his snatch technique is better. But I was like, well, if it took him 17 minutes and this guy's a prime athlete, I'm really probably not going to finish. My goal was to get into the 50 round, right? If I'm doing my 50 snatches when time runs out, I would have felt pretty good about that. Well, I finished and I finished in 17 minutes. I finished in 17 minutes and 32 seconds. And the reason why was because I paced myself. As soon as I started with the snatches, I went my five, put it down, did the other five, that are doing jumpies did or the jumpies listen to me the box jump burpees right do the burpee jump over the box do the burpee jump over the box and I just went at a Randy Orton pace and and next thing you know and I I realized after the first three rounds I was about nine minutes now the first three rounds you did about you did 90 okay you did 90 or you did 60 of the snatches 10 20 and 30 and then you did you know the, the three rounds of burpees so we've done 60 snatches and 45 burpees. I still had 90 snatches and 30 burpees left. So, because I had to do the round of 40 and the round of 50. And I was about nine minutes. And I was like, this seems doable. I got 11 minutes left to finish the, this workout. And, and I did my 40. And, and I broke things up, right? For the first round of 10, I did five and five. For the round of 20, I did uh, five and five. Put it down. Took a breather. Another five and five. So I kind of did two, two sets of 10. For the round of 30... I did three three sets of 10, right? Did my five and five, put it down. Did my five and five, put it down. Did my five and five, put it down. For the round of 40, I bumped it up to two sets of 20. Five, 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 put it down and break. Five, 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 put it down and break. For the round of 50, I paced myself out. I did 10, five and five, put it down. 10, five and five, put it down. Then I was like, this is gonna take me too long. So we did 15, five, 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 put it down. And then 15, five, 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 put it down. And then the 15 burpees. And when I finished that last burpee, I looked up at the clock and it was 17.32 and I laid the fuck down on the floor and, and rested for a minute. Cause I really did push myself last week, especially in those two workouts, but I finished it and, and I finished it in, in great time. I was a second person to finish again behind a prime athlete who's been doing CrossFit for years and actually works there. Uh, a good portion of the class on a Friday didn't finish. And, and I did, and it was all because I paced myself. It was all because of what, because of the Randy Orton
1: All
2: right, that is going to do it for this week's, or this today, excuse me, the, today's edition of Chair Shot Radio. Now, I encourage you to listen to Chair Shot Radio seven days a week. Today is Tuesday. You've got me, Greg Demarco. Tomorrow's Wednesday. You've got me, Greg DeMarco. Thursday, Mags and Ray Cash. Friday, PC Tunney. Saturday, Andrew Belaz and Christopher Platt. Sunday, Patrick O'Dowd and David Ungar. Monday, back to PC Tunney. That is your seven days of Chair Shot Radio. We do mix in some other things. We get Rob Bonnet on there, uh, Wrestling with a Genius, so that we might give him his own show in that regard, as it's a little bit different than what we've been doing with Chair Shot Radio. In terms of length, and we want to give him that proper platform to entertain each and every one of you. Just a lot of really good things coming out um, um, from the chairshot.com right now from a written content perspective. Of course, we've ramped up our NFL coverage. That's going to continue as, as now we have our championship game set. We know it's gonna be the Chiefs and the Tampa Bay Bucks in the Super Bowl. We'll be talking about that, of course. I reformatted the Greg DeMarco show, it is now the Babyface Heel podcast. You're listening on Tuesday. Tonight, we will record the Babyface podcast. Myself, Miranda Morales, and Derek Montilla, who's going to sit in for Patrick O'Dowd. We will give you our Royal Rumble picks on that edition of the Babyface Heel Podcast. So I definitely look forward to having you there and just so much more that we're doing as part of the Chairshot.com and The ChairShot Radio Network. So please do follow along again. You can follow me on social media at ChairShotGreg. You can follow the website at ChairShotMedia. Visit TheChairShot.com. Go out there and pick yourself up a t-shirt as well. ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot is where you can do that we got all sorts of designs we got designs for the different shows we got designs so you can get a bandwagon nerd show our bandwagon nerd shirt a winner is you shirt we got shirts for the personalities you can get the plat blast 2020 shirt everybody hates greg the queen of soft style we got some other ones that are fun just wrestling spirited like baron corbin sucks Hashtag save tag team wrestling. I got some more wrestling designs that I'm working on getting up there as well. And of course, you got all the chair shot designs. You always use your head, the OG logo designs, and so many more that are available for you. All the shirts 20 bucks. A couple dollars more will get you that beautiful, comfortable, soft style t shirt. Again, head on over there to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot. A great way, one of the best ways to support your friends here at the chair shot. Now, if you can't buy a shirt right now, you can't support us in that way, look. Like, subscribe, share, tell a friend, leave us a five-star review, retweet the stuff on Twitter, share the posts on Facebook, you know, whatever, if you can't support us financially right now, it's okay, man. Everybody's in that in that boat right now, but you can share things, you can retweet them, uh, you can share them that way as well. So be a part of the discussion and so much more, all available to you at thechairshot.com where we, of course, remind you to do one thing and one thing only and that is to
0: always
2: use your head.
0: A little less conversation, a little more action, please. All this aggravation ain't satisfaction in me. A little more bite, a little less bark, a little less fight, a little more spark. Close your mouth and open up your heart, and baby, satisfy me, satisfy me, baby.